And now, PureFandom.com presents another episode of Brad and Court Talk. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. We are back for the final night of the 12 Monkeys Season 3 binge. Can I say again how glad I am that this was a binge and they broke it up into three different nights? We got all the good stuff and then a few thought, a few hours to think about everything that happened in between. Thanks, Sci-Fi and Terry. Oh, it was great. I love the way that this season went because there's so much that you were like, yeah, I can't wait that long. I need to know. But Terry, he's the man and the turtles. The poor turtles. Yeah, those. I, I knew that was going to happen. That that was like a Chekhov's gun. Yeah. That was going to go off at any second. That was her backup plan. Smart lady. Poor Terry. <laughs> they live on in other timelines. I guess so. There you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Before we break down the final three episodes of the season, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook, and you know what else is on Facebook? I think we're on Facebook. We are on Facebook twice. Well, actually more than twice, but the other one is kind of defunct because Incorporated got canceled. Right. But yeah, so um, we have Brad and Court Talk. Uh, podcast on Facebook. We have a group just dedicated to the podcast and all the different stuff that we like to ramble and talk about, whether it be TVs and movies and like uh, the upfronts were this past week. So I'm so excited for a lot of the shows that are coming out. Mm -hmm. So I think I posted about a couple of those. Uh, What what was that one show uh, with the lightning? Black lightning. I'm down for that. I'm there. Uh, we also have a Facebook group for Van Helsing that returns this fall to sci-fi. So I'm excited for that too. I've been seeing some pictures and things posted on um, the Twitter page for Rakia Bernard. Okay, right. She plays Doc. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah. I need to get in there some more and take a look around. Oh, for sure. Also, if you guys don't follow the 12 Monkeys people on Twitter, you really should, especially when they, when they come back for season four. They do like to tweet a lot, and they tweeted a lot this weekend. Like, they went in overdrive. It was amazing. Oh, yes. They did. It yeah. was Everybody was on there going crazy, and tonight, everybody is there, too. Yeah, awesome stuff, man. For sure. Awesome. So, I'm excited. And tonight's episode, oh my God, tonight was crazy. I think I, I texted you after I watched uh, the final episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't, I don't want to curse like I did, but it was, it was good curses. Oh, it was, yeah, there was so much, <laughs> so, so much. And, yeah. you know, the cool thing about this season too is we got like little previews of like Winona Earp that's coming back. And yes, and Dark Matter. Dark Matter. And they actually did some for Blood Drive, which I'm, you are definitely covering that. That looks like, is it an anthology? No, That's what it well, looks like it's going to be. I don't know. They said it was a grindhouse version. I don't know oh, anything I can tell. else. But the, to, yeah, the title of the first episode is interesting. But I don't, how, I'm still trying to figure out how you get internal combustion from blood. I didn't think it was that combustible. Apparently I was wrong. I think e? there's a little bit more. Hmm? E? It, yeah. It's sci-fi. Oh, and it's also back it. in the 90s or something like that. It's not now time. It's past time. Yeah. If The Walking Dead can still have cars that work with gasoline, then they can have a car that goes on blood. 
Uh, yeah. I can see that well. Yeah. <laughs> Work with them. I'll okay. I'm good with it. We'll let that happen. All right, and let's let's get to the future stuff and the past stuff. Let's okay. go bouncing around time. All righty. So, <laughs> episode eight. Masks. What is she doing? Whatever it takes. This is wrong. When are you going to realize that there is no right? What happened to you? Bullets. Care of Dr. Rayleigh. And the ironic thing is, I taught how to shoot. I love that line. It was great. Oh, I love so many lines. And, like, Deacon has been on fire this season. He's been, like, really great. Todd Stashwick, I think that the actor's name is. Yes. He is fantastic. I, I'm, I'm really glad that um, we're, we're going to just talk, going to talk and I might mention some comments, mm-hmm. like finale stuff. I'm so glad he survived the season. There was a picture that they posted of the cast on Friday night because they're shooting season four right now. And he was into the picture, but I didn't know whether or not to take that for face value because you know they trick us sometimes. Right. They'll keep pe- pe- people in pictures even though that person has been killed off. So... I'm so glad he'll be back next season. Yes, I am too. And I mean, he has a point. Why isn't he in any of the pictures? He's been a key part, but kind of like Olivia said, you're kind of replaceable. It could have been anybody, I guess. Right. Or he has like, he's, he's hidden. We haven't seen everybody that's in the pictures. Like we didn't see a picture of Sebastian, even though um, like the, the witness wrote down the, was it two pence for a pauper? Right. Like, we didn't see a picture of him or his name, but, like, different comments on the Word of the Witness map, that can have something to do with him. He's an integral part. He he definitely has a place. If he, he, he were to be taken out of the timeline, it would affect something. It's just not huge, like, the fact that uh, who different people have in relation to uh, the Witness. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about some theories on that, too. Later. So later episodes. Back in 1879, there Ethan is uh, hiding from everyone. Well, uh, yeah, he's still with Sebastian. So at this point, we've seen Ethan, and it's Ethan with an A. Uh, we got educated about that on Twitter um, during last night's episodes yes. because we saw the watch and we thought that maybe Cassie had given the watch to Ethan, and it was an E, but his name is Ethan, which is different and cute. Well, we thought so, it was Ethan, so I yeah. I just went with that, and I'm yeah, glad Terry but, said no, it's Ethan. Okay, thanks, man. Yes. Yes. Um, and so we have seen him in all stages of life at this point in time. We've seen him as a baby. We've seen him as a little boy uh, and as a young man. And I guess he was working in different factories and that wasn't the life for him. And we've seen him as a grown man. And who is that grown man, Brad? Gaius Baltar. Gaius Baltar. <laughs> so say we all. Yes, you baby. So say we all. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica okay, alum. So we're ahead of that because we didn't find that out until the end of this episode. Well, yeah, I just wanted to say that because James James is amazing. Oh, so, so amazing. And you know, the first time we ever see him, he's with a lady, of course. Oh, yeah. And just hanging out with an iPod in 1940s or something like that is yeah. God, perfect. It's awesome. Um, that's actually the next episode. But <laughs> yeah. uh, in this one, I mean, Ethan, he's still having visions, and Sebastian is the one who who tells him to do the uh, make the word of the witness. Right. Gives him the paper, and that's how it all begins. Yeah, like Ethan at this point, he doesn't want to be like the person that destroys the world. He doesn't want to be put into that box. Mm -hmm. And as much as the fact that that I hate that he was taken away from Cassie and Cole, I'm glad that he had Sebastian, who seems to have loved him like a father. Like, whereas if uh, he had been raised by the other chick. Magnolia? She was Magnolia. Yeah. Like, he would have been evil and definitely the witness. But he had, like, some good influences, which was, I'm, I'm glad. Oh, definitely. Sebastian did a great job of it. And then, you know, he kind of went out and did his thing. 
Yeah. Um, everybody is still chasing Cole and Cassie, and they have gotten really, really good at the time travel fighting. They have. And it was nice to see Hannah without her black eye makeup going on. Yeah. She was dressed for the Well, she had to blend. Well, I know, but you usually see her. She's <laughs> all, you know, the hundred up and stuff like that. Yeah. She's a gra- She's in grounder mode. <laughs> yeah. So they see them in 1945. I think they said it's V-Day. Mm-hmm. And I love that the fact that when they were in their, um, the, the vest with the lights and everything, they're running all over the place. And people are just seeing them like, what in the world could they be thinking? I'm just, they're just like, whatever. And, you know, it just goes away. I just, they weren't there long enough to make a big impact. But then you also can, you can point it back to a a supernatural thing. It's like, okay, we saw a vision of somebody or there was these aliens or whatever. Like this is where the National Enquirer was birthed from. Right. This information that you hear, uh, things that you think are far-fetched, it's all true. It's just time travelers. I'm just saying. (laughs) You'll never know because they're just jumping in and out of time. So there we are. Yeah. And like you said, they are getting really good at it. Right, but so they give yeah. uh, Jennifer, not Jennifer, they give um, Deacon and Hannah the slip very easily. But Jones knows the signature of the suit since they had one, and that's how she's tracking them. Uh, mm-hmm. Except they just can't get to where they are early. Yeah, they're always a step behind them. I wonder why. Uh, yeah, and you know they go to Olivia because that's <sighs> you know. Did you heavy side that too? I heavy side everything about Olivia when they first got her. I'm like, come on. Like, didn't you just say the same thing about Ramsey? Right. Like, why are you trusting this woman? And Jennifer has said all along, don't trust her. Oh, yeah, exactly. Why don't do it? It's bad. It's not it's not gonna end up good, I'm telling you. Yeah. But I like the fact that uh no matter what, Jennifer is still um team Cassie Cole. Right. She's amazing. Oh, she's awesome. Um, what are the other things that I liked about this is the fact that Sebastian, you know, the lone guardian, he didn't reset time because he didn't mm-hmm. like Magnolia either. So he's just going. Oh, for sure. And we had Jennifer uh, Paradox Terry in this episode, which is very, very sad. Yeah, but again, he exists in other timelines. He's still okay. Terry is a, Terry is a turtle. He's good to go. The tortoise. Tortoise. <laughs> uh they go to the 1800s and dancing. Uh, Cole and Cassie have to do some dancing. Which, you know. Oh, man. Okay, so we already talked about my favorite episode so far this season. That was um, Causality mm-hmm. with Jennifer's Heist. Right. So this this takes second place because this was amazing. I love the costumes. Um, like, I think we were talking to Amanda or um, I was talking to Amanda a couple weeks ago. And she said, like, this was one of her favorite time periods to be in, mostly because, like, the different costumes and, you know, they had everything t- you know, tailored for them. And like, just like, it was so beautiful and elaborate. They do a really good job with the different time periods in this. And I love the fact that they had that little pickpocket scene, the little scabs. Right. And Cole gave them money. Um, So they confronted real issues, things that I wouldn't think about, you'd probably think about because it's stuff Brad sees. Um, Like how they get the money for these elaborate costumes. So they actually talked about that. Yeah, they clued us in. They actually had to pick the pockets and make it happen. So they jumped in on it, too. And it was the whole thing of Cole teaching Cassie how to steal from people. (laughs) She was too nice. Like, excuse me, sir. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think she cursed. (laughs) Yeah. So when they they had to get their outfits because they were going to that dance. And at the dance, they see the older Sebastian. Well, he Mm -hmm. spots Cassie and he goes, oh, no. And we find out that he has uh, lost Ethan. 
well, Ethan has gone away and hasn't been back for 20 years or something like mm-hmm. that. Yep. But during all this time, uh, Jones and friends show up at the ball because they know <laughs> where he was going to be. Right. Uh, the favorite part of this one, Jennifer coming in with the distraction, like only Jennifer could do, mm-hmm. with bottle rockets and shooting out of her sides, and yeah. <laughs> I thought for first, I thought at first for that for sure that she was the witness, like she had walked in and that was him. I thought so too. I was totally taken by it. I thought, yeah, there you go. Like we're finally gonna see his face, but we didn't, and. No. It all ends up, Jennifer gets taken back. Uh, she does not do well in captivity, mind you. She's not, not good at, at all. And Cole and Cassie are out with Sebastian, who ends up getting killed off and dying. Mm-hmm. Where That's when Ethan returns and takes off his mask, and we go, it's Gaius Baltar! <laughs> yeah. So what do you got on this episode? You got anything else on that? I mean, that was like my my little highlights right there. Uh, Jennifer's whole escape. I know we talked about the whole um, paradox thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed that part of it. Because at first, when she brought um, little Terry back, I didn't know what she had set up. I, I forget how smart Jennifer is and like the fact that she'll have contingency plans in place like that. Um, I love the fact that when she went to the room, she was talking to the one guy and she's like, look, are you done with this? Do you trust Olivia? No. Are you still team Cole and Cassie? He's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, I need you to help me. He's like, okay, but I need you to um, do it at gunpoint. Yeah. She's like, here. Okay. You're at gunpoint. I was like, that's so awesome. I love her. I'm sorry. She used her finger. Yeah. Sorry, Jones. I was at gunpoint. No, you aren't. But where'd she get a gun from? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that was, it was her finger gun. That was what it was. Right. I mean, that, right. it was great to see that there's still some separation in the group there. Oh, for sure. And I, I, just, I had a hard time accepting the fact that Jones was so trusting of, of Olivia, but she was desperate. So it works. And I like the fact that it, it took Olivia to point out to them that, well, actually, Deacon kind of knew anyway that Jennifer wasn't helping like she could have. But Olivia actually said it, that primaries, they don't think in straight lines. Mm-hmm. They, she told them, stop thinking literally. You need to think like the uh, the witness would. You need to think like his parents are and start bouncing back and forth. So that's why they suddenly started going back to the different timelines or time periods that they went to before. Right. Um, also, there was this line that Jennifer said before she did the thing with Terry, uh, give me yellow. I can paint you the world. I thought it was like a song lyric because, or a, or a uh, movie line. Cause mm-hmm. she's such into pop culture. I love her so much. I actually looked it up and I didn't find anything with it. Does that sound familiar to, to you at all? Give me yellow. I can paint you the world. Or is that just a Jenniferism? Uh, it doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay, I just I loved it. So many things she says is so artful and beautiful. I love it. Um, let me see. That we already talked about the mask of the Red Death. Uh, two pence for a pauper. I felt really bad for Ethan. Like basically, Sebastian is his father, right. and he, he only started the word of the witness because he knew that at some point in time that he was going to die. And I think that the old man he said that he tried to trick Ethan into going back early. And that's not what he wanted, right? No, yeah, that's, that's right. And that's okay. kind of also why Ethan didn't put his name on the witness there. He he did the, the quote because mm-hmm. he knew that's when he was going to die and he didn't really want to let him know about it. Yeah. At one point in time, I think I 
talk to you uh, before we saw these episodes and I was trying to figure out like we were trying to figure out what, the, what Sebastian's name was because they had not said his name before mm-hmm. this episode. I was like, wait a minute. Do you think he's Fidel, um, the guy who had helped Cassie? Like, of course, they look nothing alike, but I was trying to put the pieces together somehow, some way. And, right. of course, we found out that they weren't and that that was something completely different going on with that dude. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and when Sebastian sacrificed himself, when he figured out what was going on and what his part in the whole plan was, like the moment he stepped in front of Cassie and Cole, like, I just, I, I love that moment. Like, he knew he was about to die. He knew that Ethan had seen his death at that point. Oh yeah, I mean, and like he had to protect the mother and the father. Right, like, and that that's was where he, he totally commits to it. Yep. Yeah. So I just I really loved this episode. It was they I love that they give us the lighter parts and then like they give us stuff that make us kind of think like the really heavy moments. Mm-hmm. But the stuff with Cassie and Cole was great. Them dancing and learning with the pickpockets right. and it it was this has been a perfect season. Oh, it has been. I agree with you. Oh, Ethan has Cassie's eyes. Mm-hmm. That's why Cole didn't. Well, hopefully, also the fact that he didn't shoot him because he was his child. But like, I thought he had Cole's eyes, but he has Cassie's. He had otter eyes, and that's eyes. what made Cole. Yeah, yes, he had otter eyes, but he doesn't. He has Cassie eyes. That's a good reason not to shoot him. Plus, you know, it is your kid who's older than he is. So there we go. Right. Um, and then they caged Jennifer. And I, I thought of that moment when uh, Jennifer, she had gotten out of the asylum a couple of seasons ago or last season. And she's like, uncaged. Remember? Uh-huh. One of our favorite monkey lines. Right. So I, I thought of that. And I couldn't wait until she was uncaged again because I know how much that would affect her. Yeah. Being she doesn't in do there good in voices. captivity at all. And then Olivia showed up to gloat about it. I wanted to punch her in the face. I agree. <laughs> And then we had the parents meeting. So parents meeting their child. Finally, again, I, I just love this season so much. Oh, I'm. It's great. It's great. I'm. I'm gonna get going. You get more. I want to go to this next episode. Well, we can go to the next episode. But again, on Twitter, if you can follow Emily Hampshire, she live tweets the episodes, and she has the the best lines, and she uses the best gifts. Oh, it, she is hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. That's Jennifer. If you didn't know. Yes. It's, it's also definitely. the cute little girl who played baby Jennifer. Mm-hmm. She had posted in the 12 monkeys group on Facebook. What's that? That 12 monkeys group that uh, you, you had showed me. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't remember the name. I don't know. She's the, she's so cute. Addict like everybody the, is loving on her on Facebook. Cause she was so adorable in the episode. I just wanted to bring that up too. I okay. think it was addicts of the 12 monkeys or something like that. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. Episode nine. Let's go to episode nine. What's the title of this one? Beef. It's broken. I don't understand. It's broken. It cannot be set. The hands cannot be rewound or moved forward. There's only now. There's only today. And from this moment on, you are reminded that time is never to be manipulated. It is ungodly. Bum, bum, bum. Ethan's in love. Yes, he is. But, and that's why he tries it in the world. But we don't we don't get that at the beginning of it. He's just like, you know, jamming out to an iPod in 1940s. And he's hanging out with another woman. And he seems to know everything. 
Yeah, he does know everything. He's he knows everything. He's been everywhere at this point. He's very disillusioned about the world itself and the people in it. He knows when people are going to die. He can't connect to anybody. He he hasn't had that relationship with Sebastian forever, and that's the only person he's ever had a relationship before. Like that that was his only family. Right, and as a primary, he seems a lot more sane than Jennifer was. He does, and you know he's traveling everywhere with the vest until it breaks in nineteen and eighteen ninety one. And then he's robbed. <laughs> Again, that makes total sense. Like, things like this would happen. Right. Mechanics break. Usually, you know, our team, they had that whole facility where if things break, they go ahead and fix it. He doesn't have that. No. So he's trying to get a watchmaker to make a part for him for a time um, time vest. Yeah. And he can't really explain to the man what he needs. <laughs> Well, we find out later that the guy's just conning him for all the things. But uh, sure. Eliza is the one who breaks, uh, who holds up the watch guy and steals his uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he chases her down, finds out that she is a, uh, a little on the sick side as well. But she is also a nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, a doctor. doctor yeah, she's nurse. a doctor. And, and she wears the death mask. That's where that mask has always right. been from. Yeah, exactly. And this is the origin of where it came from. Uh, cool fact, if you, and they had this at the bottom last night of the um, show where they were playing it. And if I had, if I wrote down the address, I would really share it with you, but I didn't. There is a, a site out there, if you have a 3D printer, where you can get the uh, mask of the witness and print that off. So they had it last night playing it on the show, and I looked it up, and it was pretty freaking awesome because Sci-Fi has a bunch of stuff there. I'll try to find it here while we're doing it's, this. It's on um, Sci-Fi's website. It says, join the army of the 12 monkeys, print your own mask, www.scifi.com slash 12 monkeys slash blog slash 3D. Um, there's a, a dash printing oh. dash 12 monkeys dash season three, and that should take you where you need to go. Okay, actually, that or just type in three printer. I mean, three D printer, twelve monkeys mask of the witness. And um, that'll come up too. The one that they, the one that they had on here, I did actually have it on my phone here. It's uh, Thingiverse, uh, Thing I, Thing Iverse, Thing Iverse dot com slash sci fi. Now, if you go over there, they have the the mask. They have forty two okay. designs out there, which is kind of cool. They have the mask, and they have the time machine, and they had a couple other things in there too. They got a lot of the ships from this like cool. uh, Expanse and the Razanatis in there, and you know, Killjoy and and um, also uh, Dark Matter. All the ships and stuff. I mean, it's really freaking cool. So I need, I need a three D printer. I do too. <laughs> so that's awesome. Sidetrack. So you can go find that stuff there. So my question was, where was Ethan uh, getting all his money from? Uh, he, as much as he jumps around time, he probably has money in the bank somewhere. Like he's gone to the future and seen things in the past. It's the whole back to the future thing where he's gone to a racetrack. He's been on some horses mm-hmm. and he's just got that money saved and he's got it in different, um, you know, different time periods. So he has the correct type of money. So, and that's what I'm sticking to. So not, not the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy version where you put a penny in the bank account to pay for your meal at the restaurant at the universe and it just increases by no no because i'm thinking it's the same thing with um our our team like when they were at the facility this was never a problem for them because they could just jump wherever they needed to just like getting jones for cigarettes 
like you were talking about before. I just posted so that out there. So if they need she... a currency, they could get currency. Or if they need a different costumes, they can get different costumes. But they can't do that now because they don't have access to the, to the facility or the machine. Or is it because it, he knows a whole lot of stuff and he's still, as a primary, he, he knows where to get the money at? Well, there's that too. I did um, send that out there to Jones there on Twitter. I said, does, you know... Does she go back in time to steal smokes all the time, or what? <laughs> it's like, where's she getting these cigarettes from? I think she, I think she's been abusing the machine. Oh, for sure. So, Ethan is quite the talker um, to Eliza, even when she goes to leave, and nothing like making everybody take off their jackets in order to, you know, why did I put that down there? Oh, makes sense why he was taken by her. She. Uh, she is the only person that he cannot see the future of. She has no future. So everybody else, I think that's how he was, how he was um, getting his money and stuff like that. He's able to tell everybody's future, so he know knows where to invest in stuff. That's just, I'm just guessing with that. That makes sense. So with Jennifer, she is trapped in the uh, octagon cage, the fight cage. <laughs> Uh-huh. And the Jennifers come to talk to her. Yes. The young Jennifer and the old Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And they tell her the mausoleum is in the present. I'm not really sure what that meant, which present that was. I guess whichever one they're on. But she doesn't really dig it that much, and she decides to start smacking her head into the concrete just to get everybody's attention. Interesting. Maybe they meant our present. Uh, I think You that, and I. Right. I was kind of going with that. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Deacon is the one who, you know, he's already killed her once before, he's, so he says. And he he's like, you know, where do you want to go? Anywhere but here. He doesn't want to keep her locked up anymore. Jones thinks she's going to get something out of her, which she isn't going to. But didn't they hook up last season at some point in time? Or was that wishful thinking on my part? Uh, I think that was wishful thinking on your part. I mean, they belong together. But um, I felt like they had a connection even when he was dealing with his, some of his own issues. Yeah, I don't, I think he just, he kind of understands her and everybody else a little bit better than what most people do. Jones is always after one thing and that's it. Oh, for sure. She wants the information in Jennifer's head and she was giving it to her one drop at a time. Ethan goes back. Then at a point, I think she did feel bad about it. Even though she was trusting Olivia. Yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah. And she did let her go home. True. After she, like you said, squeezed her like an orange and got everything she could. Mm-hmm. There was nothing else that was going to come out. Yeah. Like, they made her crazy. I was scared that when she went home, she was going to go back to the um, sanitarium or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then that would be the last time. No, it wasn't. But that would be one of the last times we see her before she got broken out of the sanitarium by Cole. <laughs> yeah. I was worried that they broke her. But they didn't break her. Because you know what happened when she was in the time machine chair? She smiled. She smiled and she winked at Deacon. Uh-huh. She was good. And she, I, then I was relieved. Yeah, she she knew what was going on. She had a plan. She always has a plan. Jennifer is smart. Ethan I love her. went back to the past and talked to Cole. That was awesome. He was kind of pulling a Cassie there. Hey, Dad, yeah. tell me about stuff. Yes. <laughs> or he went to the future to see Cole. Well... No, Ethan was went, born outside of time. Well, he went to Cole's path, is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, because Cole when was, he was like he didn't care about people, right? Yeah, Cole was much younger then, really didn't care about anybody. 
we find out that the idea for the Red Forest, where reality doesn't exist, uh, came from Eliza. With her death, you know, that his as soon as she died the first time, <laughs> you just knew that's where his downfall was going to start. And well, for a minute there, um, I had a, I had another theory, Brad. Was that? Um, so before she even died, I was like, wait a minute, is, is she somehow going to get pregnant just like Cassie did? And then Jennifer is somehow going to be his great, 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 great granddaughter or something like that. And then she kept dying and then she died and then she was dead and that didn't work out. But then something else came up that we'll talk about later. Well, he couldn't save her. He, he kept going back to save her. She wasn't meant to live. Some things are meant to happen. Some things are written and can't be unwritten. And I guess that was one of them. Um, like I said, he kept going back. He went back 607 times. And that's what he told. she told him, too. You know, don't come back anymore. Time, it's it's bad. Don't do it. But he didn't really listen. He just kept trying 607 times. That will seriously uh, take you out. Oh, for sure. Because... Um, First, she got killed by those dudes, and then he took those guys out in an awesome fashion. But then she had that staph infection, and then there was an aneurysm, and then there uh, 607 variations of how she could die, and he couldn't fix it. Because And then he goes to see Mama. Because time will take what is owed. Yeah. You cannot run a time wraith. Oh, wrong show. Yeah. Different show? Different show. Wrong time wraith. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, and then he goes to see Cassie in the future. And she put some of the groundwork for the Red Forest on the table. Also, stop. Not even on purpose. They were commiserating about, because she had just lost a patient too. And they were commiserating over the fact that there's just not enough time to do what needs to happen. Yeah, it's just, it all got there. And that's, you know, kind of how they turned him into what he turned into. Or what we thought he turned into. Right. So Cassie and Cole find out that, you know, with Ethan, after they read about him going back 607 times to save her, that left a huge time frame where he could go where where they could find him at because <laughs> mm-hmm. they knew he would be there in some time. Mm-hmm. So they go back and they find him. And that was interesting. Mother, father, how are you doing? I knew you'd be here. <laughs> I was expecting you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I had for this particular episode. Can we get on with the witness? Because a lot happened in the witness. All right. Let's go on to the witness. There once was a serpent who only traveled one direction, always forward, never backward, until one day the serpent came upon a demon. Oh, my God. Jennifer's Cole's mother. Is she? Is that what you're going you think with? She is? You think that's I think that's too obvious. It's too obvious. I mean, it makes so much sense because a couple episodes ago, baby Ethan said that she was more than everybody or something like that. She had, he had this really amazing line that she's, she was the start of everything or she's the point of everything. No, she was, she was better than everyone. She was better than he was. Cause she's his grandmother. I just don't, I, it's, I would say it's too obvious, but I've said this before about TV shows, and they go, hey, look, it's too obvious. Okay. I mean, like, they have that connection. That's why she called him Otterize, because she's his, he's her son. But she doesn't, when, I don't. I'm just going to stick with that this summer until they disprove me next year. So, go ahead. I like the theory. Honestly, I like the theory of her being Cole's. So why, why do I have this theory? Why do you have this theory? 
Okay. So when the episode starts and we get that line that you just played about the snake and the never ending eating itself or time moves forward, we get that from Jennifer at first, right? Mm-hmm. And when the episode ends, when the episode ends, we have uh, baby Cole, not necessarily baby Cole. We have um, child Cole and his father reading a story. And then inside there's a little note written by his mother, which tells the same story that Jennifer just told. And it was written by Cole's mother. Right. Well, at the beginning it's, it's Cole's father doing it, saying that part. But previously, like two episodes ago, I believe it was Jennifer, maybe three. It was, I don't know. This whole season's blurred together in three days. So I'm telling Um, you (laughs) at some point, Jennifer is drawing, and she does the serpent eating itself. She drew that like at least twice that I can remember. And I didn't really catch it at that point. It was one of those, okay, that's interesting. But she's drawn this before. And she yeah. talked and about like, it at one point. As... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm she sorry. talked about it at one point. But yeah. it's there. I mean, I go it, everything ties together. I'm waiting to find out Jones is, you know, Cole's father. Uh, Cole's mother. <laughs> something how does that work brad i don't know how that works (laughs) i just as soon as i saw that note and as soon as he said that i was like jennifer oh my god hannah is cole's no that's that wouldn't work (laughs) oh god no we've seen her father no hannah could be cole's mother no, that's not oh. going to happen. That no, we're not. Or, going or there. Can, look, okay, let's stop it. Okay, let's we'll stop we'll there. Wait till next year because we we don't have any other answers besides what was given this season. And I guess the, the larger mystery at this point in time is it going to be us finding out who the mother is. Right. So, like you said, it's probably not Jennifer because it's too obvious. Yeah, and that'll be another part of um, the mystery for next season because she'll have the answers that our group needs to yep. go wherever they need to go next to take down Olivia, who's evil. Yes. We know it's not Olivia, but I'm just saying. Ah. Okay, so Ethan has gone to the dark side, totally. Not necessarily. Well, in the beginning of this episode, he's totally in the dark side because, you know, if you watch some, the same person die over 600 times, that's what happens. Well, yeah, he, he's have, he has issues going on. He needs to go see a therapist. And they're kind of chasing Ethan around. And, Stop calling him Ethan. Um, and they're chasing Ethan around. I'm sorry, I can't go. I that whole Ethan Ethan thing until last night. I didn't know it happened, so I'm just like. Ah. So Cole and Cassie eventually catch Ethan, and they take mm-hmm. him back to the uh, house of Cedar and Pine. Yay! Which 1959. Is, yeah, it's kind of weird that it's still there, but sort of outside of time at the same same time. That kind of makes sense because when they were there, the whole thing kind of existed outside of time for them. Because until he until he changed the timeline, he erased that timeline. Right, but. The, they said that's right after Cole changed everything. So yeah. I'm not sure how it's still there, but I'm going to trust that it's still there. Olivia yeah. knows where they went, though, because she had some tea and she had talked to, did a little uh, mind meld thing, threw her mind up the stream, found out where the witness was, and they know where it is. Yeah. And the crazy part of it, when we saw his side of the conversation, like I thought he did it on purpose. He didn't realize what he was doing when he told her where he was, what time right. he was, because he tried to warn Cassie and Cole later. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't know that part. So that's yeah. that's an interesting thing as well, because yes. we always assume that the witness was talking to them, but apparently they just kind of, you know, kind of get in there with them and see things. Mm-hmm. Now, Ethan knows that things are going bad. And he wants Cole to shoot him. So 
when anyone begs you to stop them from doing horrible things, you should listen to them. Just saying. Except not in this case. No, it's like the zombie apocalypse. If someone says go on without them, you go on without them. You don't wait because things will happen. I'm just, they could have just taken them out right there. But it's human nature. They weren't going to take them out. I know. But I'm just like, ah. Because it is written that they weren't going to take them out. Because he had to end up on that floor for Jennifer to find. Because we've been waiting for him for weeks Mm -hmm. or days now. Thanks to Jennifer's drawing. Because I, I knew I knew that was going to be the witness. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, who else was that going to be in the, in the jacket face I, down? I was going, it could have been anybody in the jacket face down. I, I knew it. Like, as soon as um the episode started in 2017 with the kids coming to see the creepy lady, mm-hmm. who was, of course, going to be Jennifer in the mausoleum, because she spoke of the, uh, she spoke about the mausoleum before, and we saw visions of it before. Um, And, like, when the lights dimmed, I, I knew that was going to be Ethan. So I wasn't really worried um, when crap really went down at the house of Cedar and Pines. I knew he was going to be okay. It was stuff that happened later that that right. left me worried about him. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Since Olivia's drank the tea, they know where they're at now. Mm-hmm. And everybody heads out to find him. But Deacon, he didn't splinter in with him. So, you know, interesting. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. And Titan shows up. Dong, dong. That was really cool. Yeah, Titans. It's like of, my family's come to take me home. Yeah, everybody's there. And Jones, of course. Hey, let's shoot up the house. Yeah. Cole gives his vest to Ethan and says, Hey, uh, you better get out of here because she will kill you. Mm-hmm. And Cassie uh holds the gun on Hannah, mother to mother. Don't shoot my kid, I won't shoot your kid. Right. But then Cassie doesn't shoot her kid because she wasn't gonna do it in the first place. Right, yeah. And J- Jones is yeah. Jones knew that. So, but Jones is desperate. She wants to save the world, and she thinks the only way to do that is to kill Ethan. So she shoots the vest. Well, you should think she'd know better because originally it was the only way to save the world was to kill Jennifer. Right. Right. Exactly. Things change. Causality. Yeah, that didn't work. So, oh, let's kill Ethan. Well, maybe that won't work either. So, because she shoots him, he phases out and does that little like he's going to uh, be purged. Yeah. And so they don't know what happens. Well, they thought he died. Like the signature of the vest went away completely. But at that point, you and I both know that he ended up with Jennifer. Right. Well, we didn't. We didn't know right off the. Well, yes, we did know off the bat because. (laughs) Well, because she was there, and you know, we right, and the lights went weird. Right. Titan had some different plans altogether. So when they come out, and you know, Jones says, "Hey, what happened? Uh, Yeah, you killed the witness. Oh, cool." And Olivia's there. Mm-hmm. Like, how this happened? So, can we take this to mean that it's been a year? Remember um, Deacon and Cassie? When they showed up at the facility again, it was gone. No, no. That's at the very end of it. What? This was the... Titan was at the House of Cedar and Pine. No, I know. I know. I'm talking about, like, at the end of the episode, when they go back, when Cole's like, oh, they're coming. Has, has it been that year? Remember, Cassie and Deacon, they ended up a year ahead of time before oh it, it's so confusing yeah it's most like definitely <laughs> i would say it has been because you yeah. know cole and cassie are back there long enough in the 1800s that cassie right. got They've really good at, a lot. at uh pickpocketing so i think it has been a year that's gone by right and like you know here at titan with olivia showing up you know if everybody just listen to jennifer don't trust her yeah see 
No. Yeah, I was waiting for Deacon to pop up like as one of her minions. I was very worried because I think the whole Ramsey thing threw me off. Oh, definitely. Like the fact that Ramsey listened to her and worked with her, and then Jones did the same thing. And I thought that Deacon was feeding in her bullcrap too. So when he didn't go um, with Jones and Hannah, I was like, oh, damn, he took over the facility again. He's helping Olivia. Now, I have but to. But he didn't. I have to say that when. Ethan was shot and he blinked out. I really didn't think he was dead. I didn't know where he went to because of one factor. We have not seen Cole go to the past and save other Cole. Right. Right. Because none none of that has happened yet. Right. We haven't seen it. So he has to have a vest at some point in time to go talk to himself. True. So I'm just, that was my point. I was like, yeah. And I'm, Question for you. So when we saw older Cassie, mm-hmm. did her hair look like it had like silver in it? Oh, or was that just I'd have to go back and it look was a at trick that of the light. I don't know. I'd it could have been the light. Could have been. It could have been a lot. I, it's hard to say. I mean, when exactly did that happen? Is that going to happen at the end of the season? I mean, end of the series? Cole goes back I, to see himself? I doubt. I, I doubt we'll see that part again. Uh, we or we could. could. Who Causality. knows? Or maybe it already happened. Because, you, you know, like we just said... They've been away from the facility for a year now. They've been on their own for a year. Right. It could have happened at any point in time that he could have jumped back and forth to save himself. Yeah. Oh, and I do. I think I think it has already happened. We just didn't see it because, um, like, they were busy trying to figure out saving the witness themselves. Okay. And tracking down the witness. So I think it happened already, but we didn't get to see it. Gotcha. Inside the Titan... Uh, the pallet band gets a slight surprise when the witness shows up, and it's his sister who Oops. then stabs him. Oops. He kind of deserved it. She should have thrown flowers. Yeah, it's bad for, you know, not thinking she would kill him. Jennifer went back to the mausoleum because she had to save the dying man. The mm-hmm. major role to play. There's flashing lights everywhere. I loved it. He was excited. Yes, and she saves him, and you know he does a little thing, brings him back. She tells him just to flash forward to the good parts, to mm-hmm. do a, do the primary mind manipulation thing, whatever that is. So they skip all the boring parts and just you know flip over to the other ones. And she saves him, and he shows back up at Titan. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that was amazing. Olivia is quite shocked at the fact that he has shown up. Everybody else is shocked, too, when he starts shooting. <laughs> right. I found it kind of odd that so many people of Titan were against a witness. Uh, Well, not necessarily against the witness, but they, they, we've heard it since the beginning of the season that people are not no longer believing. Because if you right. remember, he's been gone for a long time. He's He hasn't been there since he was a baby. So people weren't really believing as much as they had been before. I still want to know who built Titan. Because Titan is a totally know. different time travel facility than Jones's facility is and in the vest. Yeah. It's all different timelines. And so I'm curious where that tech came from. I don't know. I hope we'll probably find out next season. The year 3000 something or other. Yeah. So they have the big shootout with Ethan and he, you know, starts taking out everybody, tries to free his mother and father mm-hmm. and they're going to get out and he stays behind to, you know, clear the way. He gives a watch to Cassie. Did mm-hmm. you, did you think paradox was going to happen? Um, I 
I did, but I couldn't remember if she had the other watch either. I couldn't remember if she still had the other watch in her pocket. Well, I know she lifted it, so yeah. So she does the paradox, blows up everybody. Well, kind of yeah. sort of enough people. There's you know a few more people down on Titan, and then he gets taken to Olivia, who has a wicked knife. Yeah. He even tells her that she was the one that was going to do this. I mean, she was mm-hmm. the deceiver. Like, you you were always the demon. And she has that moment going, oh, did he say that she was the demon? Yes. He said, you were always the demon, not me. Oh. So. See, for so I, long, he's been afraid that he was going to turn into the witness and that, that person, that being that destroys the world. And it's always been her. And he said the demon. I missed that part. Because then yeah. it ties into the snake eating itself. Yep. Because, you know, until we ran across the demon or the devil or whatever it was. Okay. So, yeah, Olivia's not, she's kind of freaks out about the fact that that's her, but doesn't stop her from slitting Ethan's throat. And he's kind of dead. Maybe we'll see him again because it's time for I think we'll see him again. Well, we do see him again at the end of this episode, even after he dies. Yeah, because he tells Cole, I'll see you again soon. Like when he tells him to go and to leave him. Right. I, when he was giving the watch to Cassie, though, he did say that nothing is written. Right. So that's a total change back to everything. The word of the witness is what has been written. So that was something that happened. We yeah, did well, see. It, it is all written, but the thing that you think it means doesn't always mean what you think. Well, I just took it <laughs> said nothing is written, meaning they could go back and change something. Yeah, that's why erasers exist. Mm. Time erasers. <laughs> Not the Schwarzenegger movie. No, no, not that movie. (laughs) Ethan's back in time with Jennifer, and she is drawing the symbols, which Mm -hmm. is the symbols that only she draws. And she's laying out the paper, and there's the monkey in the center and the snake eating itself, circling the monkey. Mm -hmm. Which leads us to story time with Cole's daddy. Mm -hmm. And who wrote that story? I don't know. Cole's, it was your mother, Cole. I... Jennifer. <laughs> like, it, it's probably not that obvious, but I, I think it would oh, it would be an awesome payoff for all these years if it was. It would be interesting. She's one and all, and yeah. I mean, and it makes so much sense. Like, she's primary, and, like, Ethan's a primary. And sure, there are other primaries in the world, but, like, we, those two are special. Yeah, which means she would actually have to get a little sane for a moment to, you know, have a thing. But that hey, would... That she would, could. I mean, that would also explain what happened to her. I mean, she could hook up with her, his father, have him, and then we don't know why she's not there. Like, she might not be there because she's, she's not meant to be there. Like, and she knows that. She had to drop out. She just zipped out to the other time. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Bye. Uh, yeah, long time to go until next season. What else you got yeah. on this one? Anything? Nothing. My mind was just blown like I, I'm so happy that they did this this way. It's a whole different experience when you get the entire season over a weekend. Right. And I'm glad it wasn't like Netflix does it. I enjoy like the Marvel Netflix things and I like being able to binge those all at once. But this way, the way they did it with four episodes and then three episodes and then three episodes, it gave me some time to watch it, then step away and think about it. And um, like Amanda actually talked about that. Um, we were talking about binging. And she said, like, that's how you have to do things. You have to be able to step away and process things. And with a show like this, it's necessary. Well, it's but nice, too, that awesome. they're on Twitter and they were going with the episodes and everything else like that. I mean, that's yeah. 
it's cool to binge it that way and still be able to talk with the cast and stuff and yes. everybody else. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of hoping that they do the same thing for season four. I'm hoping that this was a, a success for them mm-hmm. um, because they, they've had people watching it all weekend and tweeting about it or posting online um, on Facebook or whatever social media, like whatever your platform is. And then the, I think the episodes are going to go on Hulu um, tomorrow on Monday. So anybody who wants to watch it, they can go ahead and binge it. Or I guess anybody who has Hulu. Awesome. Yeah. That would be cool. So if you haven't got a chance, go. Well, you you probably had a chance. You're listening to this thing, so (laughs) or go back and watch it because I I know you miss things. I miss things too. Things too. Like I went back and watched the first six episodes or first seven episodes, and I picked up a lot of stuff that I hadn't seen the first time, and a lot of stuff made sense, or I heard lines I didn't get the first time around, or I just got the laugh. Like I think I was watching it, and I was just laughing out loud um, when when um. Jared called earlier and I was just laughing. He's like, what's so funny? It's a 12 monkeys. Jennifer is awesome. We're calling Cassie. It was amazing. Hmm. I like this just, I don't know. Like if they went in and pitched it this way, like this is why we got that bench and everybody was freaking out. Like, right. are they just trying to burn off episodes? No, I think the show is just this good. And they said, Oh, this might work. And like their whole timeline, their schedule is full with all the shows they've got now. And, and this worked for that. I just can't wait for next season. I'm just me too, and thankfully they they're already shooting it, so hopefully we'll get it sooner than later. That would be great. I, yeah, I saw that they were talking about it. So hey, whatever, whenever it comes, I'm good with it because they know what's an ending. So yep, they know what the ending is, and I completely trust Terry. He knows where his story needs to go. And it will be and fun. also, I've I heard that in season four we'll get Cole's favorite decade. Um, he wouldn't tell us what it was because spoilers, but uh, yeah, so we'll get to see that. Interesting. Yeah. All right. That's good to know. Or not Cole, um, Aaron. Aaron. I gotcha. Yeah. So if you haven't gone there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other articles written there. A lot of cool stuff there. You can find out more about what we got going on. I think our next thing is Winona Earp, right? Yep, Winona Earp, and I'm going to be writing recaps for Dark Matter, and I think you're going to be doing that blood car thing well, or I, Killjoys. Well, I'm probably doing Killjoys or, you know, Blood Drive 1 and 2. We'll, we'll see what we got going on. Yeah. And that's all. Um, yeah, we'll be back to talk about stuff, so there we are. Definitely hit up the uh, Pure Fandom to see everything there. Head on over to Facebook group and find us there, too, as well. Yes, we'll be chatting about everything under the sun. Yep. Sure will. So until next time. Yeah. Um, until next time, go watch some more 12 monkeys. It's amazing. You wanted the witness to return. She has. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.